twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll tell you about a new series of radios from Ocean that could change the landscape for power users of both GMRS and MERS. We'll explain how these radios came to be, discuss the advantages these new radios have over the typical GMRS and MERS radios already on the market, and address some of the early feedback and criticisms we've received about these radios so far. We'll also take some of your comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialists. Consumer-grade, low-power GMRS radios are plentiful in the marketplace. Unfortunately for the more advanced GMRS user, professional handheld models that utilize the full power and scope of the general mobile radio service are practically non-existent. Not anymore. There's a new Ocean Radio now available that could change things for the GMRS. Yeah, uh, this, this is really exciting. I'm, I'm going to say we helped make this radio. This is uh, something that's been in the works for uh, quite a while, but uh, exactly what you talked about there, the lack of an option for high-end GMRS power users has been a problem for a long, long time. We- now, now, to be fair, Midland has kind of stepped into that a little bit with their MXT series radios. Right. Those are mobile, though. Right. They're all mobile. Um and there, we still thought that the handheld market was very lacking in options. And it has been, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we keep hearing people that are looking for uh, a high-power radio that supports GMRS repeaters, that has some advanced functionality. And, I mean, we've asked Midland to make something like this. We've asked ICOM. We've asked Kenwood. Um Lots of manufacturer Motorola. That, yeah. I've, I've talked Cobra. to about making an FRS or a GMRS radio, and it just never happens. I mean, it just seems like um, they think it's a good idea, but for whatever reason, I guess the market's not big enough. And you you have to understand that. But we decided to do it ourselves. We we partnered with Woshin on this, and. Uh, Went through the process, found a radio we liked, had them make some tweaks and changes and firmware updates. We had uh, quite a period of back and forth. And uh, the KG805 is what came out of it. So tell us a little bit about the KG805. Where did that originate from? Um, Well, what we started with was sort of, when we went through this process, was a, a list of what we wanted in a radio, like um, 
we sort of had a, a wish list of if we could make a GMRS radio, what would, what would we want this thing to have? And uh, the, the features that we came up with were, number one, legal for GMRS. Mm-hmm. A lot of these GMRS power users are using Part 90 type accepted mm-hmm. business radios for GMRS, which, you know, it's fine with me, but the legality is questionable on that. Um, some people will say that, well, Part 90, anything that's Part 90 meets or exceeds the rules for Part 95, but technically you're not supposed to use a Part 90 radio for GMRS because it's it's not approved for GMRS. It's approved mm-hmm. for business. Um, so we wanted a radio that was legal for GMRS. Um, we wanted a business quality radio, not a radio that feels like a toy, you know, mm-hmm. when you... Uh, a common criticism we hear on the, the two pack radios from Midland and, um, you know, the Motorola talk about series, things like that, are they, they kind of feel like a toy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of that probably is more the the colors and things like that than the design. But it's, I think some of it has to do with the shell itself, because a lot of them seem to be using the same type of. Um, materials for the for the uh, covers, the shells of these sure. radios all across the board. Yeah, there's a noticeable difference. If you mm-hmm. hold a, a business radio in your hand and a um, middle and X talker, for example, you can you know you can feel the difference. We wanted a radio that felt more like that business radio. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted repeater support. Um, now there there are very few. GMRS radios available now and of the GMRS radios that are available um, there are very few of those that support GMRS repeaters actually we don't have any up until now we haven't had any uh, GMRS radios in the last few years that were current that carried or that supported repeater channels right the the last one was the the, uh, Olympia R500 that's it and it, that is so frustrating to have a customer call looking for a radio that has repeater support for mm-hmm. GMRS and having to say, sorry, we have nothing for you. you our option is uh, to have you use a business radio that we can't tell you with 100% certainty is legal. Mm-hmm. So that puts us in a bad spot and that that's not a position we want to be in. So, so repeater support was essential. Um, another feature that we wanted was the ability to change common functions from the keyboard, like particularly privacy codes or CTCSS, DCS codes. Um, that's something that the two-pack FRS, GMRS radios have, and we thought it was important. If you're mm-hmm. a consumer using the radios and you go to, for example, a paintball tournament and you need to match your radios up with other people you're competing with or that are on your team and you need to change codes. You need to be able to do that on the fly while you're there. You don't need to, you don't want to have to connect the radio to a PC to make a change like that. And surprisingly, that was hard to find. I mean, most of the the business quality radios that we look at don't have support for changing codes through the keypad or the the menu on the radio. You have to to program it because in, in the business world, it's just not, important um, to be able to change codes. It's never done. You know, you some of those are preset, once. too. What's that? Some, some of those codes are preset, too. What do you mean? 
I mean, the channels, when they assign uh, certain frequencies like itinerant frequencies to certain channels, sometimes they preset some of those uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. On the, the pre-programmed business radios, especially the high-power ones, the, the codes are often preset. But generally, with bis- in the business world, you're going to have the radio programmed when you, you first purchase it, and then you're never going to mess with that. And whatever mm-hmm. code is set at that time by your dealer is, is the code that you're going to use. And it's not even important. But- it is important for a GMRS radio. Plus, if you're traveling and you want to get on a GMRS repeater that's in an area that you just entered, you need to be able to change that tone to get to the repeater where you're at. And it's just inconvenient to, to have to go through a PC. Um, we wanted a high-power radio. GMRS allows for more than 2 watts. And we wanted a radio that delivered more than 2 watts. So... Um, we also wanted a single band radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was sort of controversial here. We had some back and forth on whether we should do a single band radio or a dual band radio. Because dual band radios have the ability to allow users to program in VHF frequencies as well um, for receive. Now, having it be a GMRS radio... You wouldn't be able to transmit on those VHF frequencies. But one thing that a lot of the like consumer-grade FRS radios have is NOAA weather channels. And having a single-band UHF-only radio would not allow NOAA weather channels. But we thought it would allow for better performance. Mm-hmm. So we opted for a single-band radio because that means we don't have to ship a radio with a dual-band antenna. Now we have a, an antenna that's more tuned to the frequencies that the radio is using. So we sort of opted for performance over features there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, you see a lot of low-end radios now, like a, a Baofeng UV5R that are, are like radio on a chip type systems where they buy one chip that does all the radio functionality and it's not like a classic radio circuit we wanted it to be built like a real radio or a classic radio like if you buy a motorola or a kenwood or an icom this way the circuit board is laid out um is better than what you get with like a uv5r or a very cheap inexpensive radio there are some benefits quality wise to getting uh, that that classic radio circuitry, and that that's something that we wanted. You know, what, one thing about that is it always amazes me how many people complain about the radio on a chip deal as opposed to a real radio circuit, and yet some of those radios, like the Baofeng UV5R, that utilize that are some of the most popular radios in the world. Everybody uses them. At the same time, they complain about it. So I, I really don't get that. Like, if you're gonna, if you're going going to use it, buy it. Don't complain about it. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not complaining about it. I mean, those radios deliver a lot of value. There, there's yeah. a, there's a place for a UV5R or that that class of radio. It, it's gotten a lot of new people into the ham radio hobby. It's provided a, a good option, a, a less expensive option for businesses wanting to use radios. Um, now, the, I mean, I'm not going to pretend the radios are as good as other radios that are out there, but um, 
they have a place. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just for what we were trying to build here, we were this the product that we're building isn't for everyone. This GMRS radio is is intended for people who are looking for a higher quality product. It's not for everybody. It's mm-hmm. it's more expensive. You you could get a less expensive GMRS radio than this. It's Absolutely. not really for the passive GMRS user. Right. Exactly. It's not – I think it's easy to use, and I think anyone that's using FRS or GMRS would be happy with the way this radio works. It's just price-wise, if you're going to use a radio twice a year, maybe get a two-pack for 50 bucks instead of this radio. Mm-hmm. Um, a good accessory selection is another thing that was important to us. Um, we wanted – we didn't want to have to make a lot of new – batteries and earpieces and things like that. So it was important that we could adopt a standard that was already out there. Um, we wanted a radio that could also be programmed through the PC for advanced users. And we also wanted it to be priced below $100. $99 was sort of our target for where we wanted this this radio to come in. So that was the goal. And what we decided on when we started building this was uh, we decided on an Ocean KG703E as our base radio. Um, this is a radio that's been around for a while, and it is sort of uh, – there's a lot of similarities, we'll say, between the KG703E and uh, the KGUVD1P. Mm-hmm. The, the KGUV-D1P was a, a dual-band UHF-VHF radio. It's, it's still around. It's, it's one of their most popular radios, and it's, it's uh, been selling well for a long, long time. Tons of people have the KGUV-D1P. And the, the 703E is sort of the single-band version of that. So um, we liked that uh, we know the... KGUV D1P very well. We know it's a very high quality radio and um, we know there's a lot of users that already have that radio. The 703E is sort of a single band version of that. Uses the same batteries, uses the same earpieces, uses the same chargers. Um, and we know what the quality is on the D1P. So that's why we selected the KG 703E as sort of our base radio. And then there was a lot of back and forth with Ocean to get the um, firmware and the user interface customized to what we ended up with. Now, there was another advantage to using the 703E, and that was the fact that it was already um, uh, FCC type accepted for GMRS. Um, yeah, that's something we sort of found out in the process. I'd say mm-hmm. we we selected the 703E. What, really, what we really liked about it was that um, it didn't require a lot of work. Well, other than matching up well with the D1P, it didn't require a lot of work to get the privacy code uh, modification support through the menu. So we sort of focused in on this model and then later on found out it already had a Part 95 type mm-hmm. acceptance, um, which was um, an even bigger bonus because it allowed us to, to get the radio out a little bit quicker because mm-hmm. um, Ocean didn't have to go through the certification process with it. It was already... Uh, good to go. And uh, according to those guys, they didn't have to make any hardware changes on the radio for the for, for what we needed. 
So the certification was still good. So it was a fairly simple um, process to make the 805 uh, out of the 703E. What says what's, who? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen my email chains with uh, with those guys over there in the the I, months I'm, I'm and being, months and months. Well, I mean, compared to having to uh, compared to having to to build a radio from scratch is what I'm saying. I mean, I know because I was involved in some of that process along the way as well. So I know. I, yeah, you're hey, right. I literally wrote the manual on it. it, it I literally wrote the manual on it. It, it is a lot. Uh, Rewrote it. It would be a lot easier if what we did versus going back to the tech bench and starting <laughs> with a, a you know, block of metal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, well, okay. So tell us what's in this radio. What's in here? Uh, well, uh, the wish list that I went through, I don't want to beat that to death again, but Basically, the wish list that we went through, it, it checked all the boxes there. This is a uh, high-power radio. It's four watts. Um, it supports up to 128 channels um, through the programming software. We have pre-programmed it to um, include the 22 GMRS channels, which are also backwards compatible with FRS. We've built in support for the eight GMRS repeater frequencies. It has a color screen, a, a three color screen, and you can um, customize the backlight color based on whether you're transmitting, receiving, or on standby mode. Well, when you say three color, you mean one color at a time, right? Capable of three colors. Uh, I mean, the backlight yeah. is three colors, and you can assign each color to... Um, a mode like transmit, receive, standby. Uh, it also has an FM radio. Yeah, that uh, wasn't handy. wasn't really on the list, but I wasn't going to have them take that out. It has um, an alert button, um, which you can disable, but it's a, a red button on top that sounds an alarm and transmits an alarm sound. It also has a programmable button in there that you can choose what you want it to do. Right. Uh, side key. There are several functions you can mm -hmm. choose from to assign the side key. Um, the uh, Let's see. There's an AB button on the front of the radio that we sort of repurposed as um, a, a short press turns the backlight on, a long press activates scan. Mm -hmm. um, the programming software... Um, we had modified as well, but um, the idea is we didn't want to suppress the programming software. We wanted to give the, our power users here the ability to use the programming software to customize the built-in channels or to add their own channels um, as either receive only or customize. And, and we've talked to several users who travel around and use the same repeater frequencies with different tones. Mm -hmm. They'll have different repeaters that they talk to, but the tone that they need to access the repeater is different. So what they want is the same repeater repeated across multiple channels. You know, the, another feature it has in here too, uh, that gives it an advantage over some of the other GMRS radios on the market is that you can, from directly from the radio, customize the channel name. So you, if you want to rename that channel to something specific, like if you're already always on channel eight, but that's what you use for the family, and then maybe you're on channel, you know, 
uh, 12 for, for the Neighborhood Watch or something like that, you uh, can customize those channel names. Yeah, you can change the channel name directly through the menu, I believe, mm-hmm. um, but also through the programming software. Yeah. And the, the programming software also allows you to remove any channels that you don't want to use or add um, up to 128 of uh, your own customized channel code combination. So um, we like it. And there's one other thing about this radio that I think puts it over the top, and that is its durability. Once again, as you said, we were looking for something that was a little more uh, for the uh, serious uh, user or uh, business-grade type of radio. This radio is, uh, I believe it's IP55, isn't it? It it is a very durable radio. If if you know any hams, the most hams I believe are going to be familiar with the KGUVD1P, mm-hmm. which this is based on, and the feedback we get on that radio's durability is fantastic. Um, even after the the KG805 um, that we're talking about here has been released, I've talked to several people about the uh, D1P, and every one of them says. Oh wow, it's based on it's similar to the D1P. That's mm-hmm. that's phenomenal. That was, I've had that radio for years and it it works great and holds up. I don't think durability is going to be an issue with this radio at all. And no. we've got the history of the KGUV D1P to back that up. This isn't like a radio that we've just built from scratch and we we're not really sure what it's going to do. The fact that it's based on that existing super popular radio that that was a big selling point for me. The accessory list, I think, is is something else. Not just uh, for uh, you know the batteries, which what that means is, of course, those batteries that the D1P use, the 6D, mm-hmm. and some of the other models that we carry. It's it's a fairly common battery for a number of ocean models. Right. So right away, you're going to have access to those batteries. And there's a 1300. Uh, milliamp and a seventeen hundred milliamp. This comes, I believe, with the seventeen hundred milliamp battery. Right, I'm, yeah, it lithium. Lithium. Yeah, lithium. Lots of people ask, you know, why do these GMRS radios not do lithium? Well, now we now do. Got a lithium, but you know, back to the accessories. I like the fact that it's got the you can use a um, a battery tray on it. Exactly. Throw the the triple or double A battery tray on it. Carry that in your backpack, whatever, and, and you're good to go. Yeah, you got the double A uh, battery uh, tray, which I think is phenomenal uh, for to be able to offer dual power options right. in a pinch. Plus the battery eliminator; it'll take the battery eliminator right. as well for right. charging in a vehicle. We didn't get to the price. Um, the we had a goal of being below a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Did you get it? Uh, we did. Eighty nine ninety nine is regular price on this radio. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast right after it comes out around Christmas 2019, uh, we have it on sale at $79.99 as an introductory price. If you're listening to this well into the future, then, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? One of the things we didn't mention about with the accessories is the antenna. Since the antenna is removable, you have multiple options if you want to optimize your antenna or optimize your range a little more you can swap out those antennas right or you can hook it to a mobile unit you exactly know, you can get in a, uh, an antenna and adapter and boom you're good to go um mm-hmm. you know the sky's the limit on that and that's not an option on those two packs 
No, uh, no, they're they're firmly attached yeah. to the radio. <laughs> it's a requirement, in fact. I mean, that, that uh, was something that we wanted to make this GMRS instead of FRS. Um, that allowed us to do the removable antenna. However, it does make this a license-required radio. You're um, supposed to have a GMRS license before using it. However, we're talking right now about the GMRS radio. There's another model of this 805 that we haven't yet talked about that I think is very exciting, at least to me. While we were doing this, we thought, you know what we also get asked about all the time? A MERS radio. MERS is a VHF service. It means the multi-use radio service. And what it includes are five VHF frequencies. Now, um, these frequencies have a power limit of two watts. um, And there are very few radios on the market that support the MERS service. Uh, Very few. The only one that we sell that we sell is a Motorola RMM twenty fifty, which is a fantastic radio, but it's one hundred and eighty nine dollars. It's priced way out of the uh, general consumer market. It's priced as a business radio, right? And it, it's a great business radio. That's the radio that that Walmart uses mm-hmm. essentially in all their store. They have a their own model number of it, but it is an RMM twenty fifty. Um, so. Uh, it's a solid radio, but the KG805M is our own um, MERS radio. Now, a couple of things that are really cool. It has all basically all the same features as the, the GMRS version, the 805G, uh, with an exception of repeater frequencies because uh, MERS does not uh, do repeaters, but... Um, it has the five channels and it has, uh, all of the, you know, same battery. I mean, basically the same radio, just a MERS version. So you can use all the accessories, all the other features, CTCSS and the DCS codes and, and that sort of thing, uh, that we mentioned earlier. The thing is about the MERS radio is that, uh, MERS is a license by rule service, which means you don't need to have a license. Unlike GMRS, it's what we call license-free. You can freely use it. And in this, in the case of this particular radio, we have had a type accepted for MERS. That's right. So it is... It's a uh, fully legal, FCC-approved MERS radio. No license exactly. required. And MERS is good for both business and personal use. I think the service was was invented with personal use in mind. I think a couple of the uh, frequencies way back in the day, though, for business were, were the dot frequencies, weren't they? Right. Yeah. And uh, MERS sort of co-opted a couple of those mm-hmm. uh, very common VHF frequencies. But um, Anyone can use this radio. Anyone can use this radio, and it's license-free, which is probably why Walmart decided to... Yes. Start using keep this radio. They don't have to license cheap. all of their, their stores. <laughs> Low prices always. <laughs> That's not a plug from Walmart, by the way. But speaking of prices, the price of this radio, that's that's the best part of this, I think. Yeah, this one's seventy nine. Uh, no, this one's eighty nine ninety nine also. Mm-hmm. Um, also on sale now in December 2019 for – Seventy nine ninety nine as an introductory offer, um, 
But I mean, that's considerably less than that Motorola that's available. And there's really not many other MERS radios on the market. So if, if you're a business and you want to save that licensing no. cost. The ones that are on the market are all over $100. So this is also, this makes this one, at least at the moment, it seems to make this one the, uh, the most economical MERS radio as well. Well, I think there are, as, as we're coming up on some criticism of the 805, and apparently there are some lower-priced MERS radios available. Are there really? I haven't. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I, I think I know where you're getting. But yeah, there, there was a comment that someone left yeah. where, uh, hey, why aren't you as good as this Baofeng UV82 mm-hmm. radio or something? But we'll get there. <laughs> But I'm excited about this because we've tried, just like with the GMRS radios, uh, how many times have we met with uh, all of the manufacturers and constantly raised the question of, how about a MERS radio? How about a MERS radio? We've gone to pretty much mm-hmm. everybody, and we, we've asked them all the same question. How about a MERS radio? And the, the, the reaction that we've gotten most of the time is, hmm, I don't know. You know, you know, ICOM, we talked to ICOM, we we thought we had ICOM on the hook for making a MERS radio. I'm pretty sure they flew someone from Japan to meet with us about this MERS radio. Remember that? I do remember that. I I must have done a terrible job of selling it because. We haven't heard anything since. No MERS radio. (laughs) No, it went nowhere. Well, here's the thing. They all due respect to the manufacturers, they don't have the ear of the consumer. Yeah. They they don't. You know, when somebody calls in and they go, you know, I'm really interested in this MERS, but I just can't swing $189 a radio. I can't. I can't yeah. do it. Or I used to buy these Midland GXT 5000s years ago, and then they went away. But, I want, you know, I want something more durable. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't listen to, you know, they don't have the ear of the consumers like we do. So that's right. where I think we right. hit a home run with these. Well, I think it goes a little bit beyond that because I think some of these, uh, you know, MERS is, it doesn't get as much uh, attention as most of the other services do, for lack of a better uh, way to put it. Uh, we had one manufacturer in here recently that we met with and we brought that up. And his reaction was, MERS? What's that? <laughs> so, you know, obviously there is a disconnect there somewhere. Yeah, that's for sure. But you know what's funny? This is this is hilarious. The, I think the day that we announced that we're now shipping this KG805M, one manufacturer wrote me and said that they they've decided to come out with a MERS radio <laughs> so we there will be some options and we'll carry that MERS radio when it's available but <laughs> something it, something else is coming we had to move the bar yeah i don't know what it's going to be but uh, <laughs> it didn't take long no no, no. Uh, so we're up to where were you a year ago buddy two years ago three <laughs> yeah. years ago it took long enough but hey uh you know that's we'll, sleep we'll that danny and rick can't get back <laughs> well, uh, so uh, what? What? Where are we now? <laughs> All right, so we've we've covered the GMRS radio, we've covered the MERS radio. So you, you want to talk about 
people like a little controversy, right? When they listen to the to podcasts and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can talk about some of the things that people don't like about the 885. We, we announced this late last week. We put it on our Facebook page. We put it on Twitter. We put it on our blog and Reddit. And, uh, you know, it's, it's all over the place. The and reaction we, was swift and mixed. Swift and mixed. It's, yeah. it's a good way to put it. Now, it has sold pretty well right out of the gate for sure. Yeah. But I like uh, some of the criticism. That's always fun. Well, and, what I think is interesting is just how fast everyone did react to it when they, when they got the news. And that tells me something right there. That tells me that a product like this was needed. There's interest for it. Well, the, the sales tell me that there's interest yeah, for it. Yeah. I mean, it, we're going on uh, less than a week still, and uh, that's looking pretty good. But the criticism, I mean, I think people liked it just be critical in general. Oh yeah, it's, I think some people just like every to troll. Day. Some people, there yeah, are people that 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 want to find fault with everything. It's yeah. a hobby, right? Okay, yeah. first on the list, first comment that came through on Facebook. We post this thing five seconds later. It's ugly. <laughs> okay, that's fine. It is. It's not the best looking radio. I would call it ugly. You know, it's. I agree. It's not ugly, but it's. It's. I mean, I've seen uglier. It's, I've seen a lot uglier. Yeah, it's it's really. I didn't think it looked that bad. I don't. I think we've the carried uglier. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, true. That's that's that I think the four buttons on the front, being different sizes, hurts the appearance a little bit. But come you think on, so? Look, oh, I don't know. If if I could do it again, I'd make them all like rounded and maybe all all come together or something. Yeah, you know that, what I th- I think it's actually I I think it's actually a good thing that they're all different because what if you're in the dark or someplace where you can't really see them very well and you can you can hit them by feel if you're if you know where they are which buttons what it's a lot easier to tell them apart than it is if all the buttons are yeah, the same. Yeah, I mean it's nice. The the menu button is larger. There's a menu button. There's a an up down and an exit button. The menu button is larger than the other three buttons and the other three around it mm-hmm. so you know i'm not saying is i'm not agreeing with the guy it's it's if it were ugly if i had looked at it and you know thought immediately this is ugly it wouldn't have been the radio that we're going with look every so, mother th- thinks of their baby is beautiful okay, maybe know, I, maybe no, that's the case what, what mother's maybe, gonna think their baby's ugly i mean i don't <laughs> i might be a little partial <laughs> i don't know it's not to me i mean like, cars there's some ugly cars there's a radio when i look at radios it's like for me, radios, they all look the same to me. I guess yeah, I don't know. It, for me, appearance isn't really something I really look at. I look at what can this thing do, and because of this, because of this appearance, we got the same body shape and size as the KG UVD one P, which I think is much more important than you know maybe a fancier looking or more modern looking radio. Well, at least it doesn't look like a brick. I mean, I see so many radios that just look. You know, some of the older ra- business radios, especially, they just they just look like little bricks. Yeah, this this radio no personality is sleek. To that. It it feels great in your hand. It's a, a business quality mm-hmm. feel. It's it's a good quality radio. There's nothing wrong with the look of this radio. It could be you know, there's things I would tweak to it if I were designing it from scratch. But the benefits 
that starting with this model and this shape of radio provided much are much better than um you know what you could have gotten for with a, a more modern radio i think from a practical standpoint i think there's a reason for that anyways because when you get start getting really really fancy with the some of these radios it starts to you you get a trade off with the durability and maybe the the water resistance and the waterproofing and that sort of the dust proofing that sort of thing you, mm-hmm. you get like the balfung uh, uv5 r's we keep going back to that but some of the other balfung radios that i've seen they got little grills on them, things like that, that you wonder, okay, just how water-resistant or dust-resistant are these radios? And um, I, I think there's some, something to be said for that. Yeah. Uh, well, next on my list of criticisms are uh, there was uh, one guy on our blog who said that uh, there's a um, another – GMRS radio that's out there and the, the other he, he linked to it and it's a radio I've seen before mm-hmm. it's a GMRS radio that I'm not completely sure but I mean it's got to be a Baofeng UV82 that's either had the firmware updated or just reprogrammed and type accepted for GMRS you're talking about the V1 yeah, yeah. I think that's it yeah um, someone is, else posted a Is it a, just a the V1 or is there something else? Uh, there, I think there might be a couple of them out there. I haven't really paid much attention to some of those. But someone else posted a comment this morning that uh, basically confirmed uh, that, yeah, the V1 is only 2 watts. So he was, I think he was responding to the other guy. Uh, saying, "Hey, that that's that's only two watt radio. Well, it's not even full full four watts." Well, I don't want to knock that radio. I really don't. I'm not going to say anything bad about a radio that's based on the UV82. Mm-hmm. But we carry I mean, the UV82. We carry the UV82. Yeah, yeah, UV82 so not- is a fine radio, but it's a twenty eight dollar radio. Mm-hmm. I mean, I the, you get what you pay for. The well, but it's got a flashlight. Know- it has a flashlight. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, that's free, I guess. <laughs> You've got to know what you're buying. Uh, you know, you, you get what you pay for, but UV82s deliver a lot of value. And I don't know, what, what we were trying to build was a, a high-quality, business-grade radio. And I think there's a, a, a lot of difference between this and the yeah. UV82 radio. Plus, it's you're saying it's uh, only 2 watts, and we, this is 4 watts, and... I think there's a lot of advantages for, and I ex- I replied to the guy and explained all that to him. Uh, or did my best. Let's see. I think you did a nice job. What else is in there? Yeah. I couldn't have said it any better oh, myself. Oh, that's a, a dual band radio. The other one is, is he, he really liked that that was a dual band radio, not a single band radio. And and there was some back and forth between us about whether we should go with a single or a dual band radio, but we we do believe that the performance is going to be better on the single band radio. There are, there are reasons performance wise that a single band is going to be better than a dual band. So you're you're making some sacrifices going with the dual band product for a GMRS radio, which is only a UHF service. Especially if you have a dual band antenna on the thing. A dual band antenna is not going to be optimized specifically for. Uh, the GMRS That's portion of the exactly band. exactly right. Even if the circuitry isn't much different because it can support two bands, which there, I believe there are some differences there. Just mm-hmm. having single band circuitry does give you some advantages over the dual band circuitry. 
but the antenna itself makes a big difference because having the um yeah you want dual- something to be tuned to those specifically for frequencies exactly yeah uh, so that was important to us and and I, I hated not being able to put the NOAA channels on here, but if you're a GMRS power user, I feel like if that's our market, those guys want the best GMRS radio. They don't want, I mean, maybe the NOAA would be a nice to have, but if you want the the best GMRS radio, that's what we were trying to provide. Mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like more and more people are using their phones for weather. We talked about this on the last episode, right. Anthony. I think yeah. you were saying that you know you use your phone. You're not using a, a weather radio or anything like that. You're using right. your, your cell phone. I get my app, and it, boom, mm. it's, it's getting ready to rain. And I find myself doing the same thing. I, I uh, use the weather app, and uh, I get alerts when a thunderstorm is coming into my area. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, who doesn't have a cell phone now? Maybe NOAA isn't even as popular as it used to be. I don't know, Rick's going to argue with that. Yeah, where's, where's the interject button? Rick's going to. Rick's going <laughs> to. By the way, Anthony has an interject button. We talked about this on the last. He set episode. it up here on the table. Yeah, we haven't had to use it today, though. No, haven't I'm, had to use it. I. You're keeping it away from Rick. That's yeah, why. I got to keep it away from Rick. <laughs> well, it. You guys are across the table from me. I can't even reach it. I so, think uh, he would have uh, <laughs> would have smacked that button when me talking about the weather radios yeah. and using think, a cell phone for weather. <laughs> I think it's specifically there to get me to shut up. <laughs> but. <laughs> We'll have to use it sometime. What else do we have? Do we have any other criticisms? Of, oh, the, the FCC ID is one of them. Someone said that yeah. um, the FCC ID is from is several years old, from um, 2013, 2014. Something like that. Um, I don't remember right. I, that's because we, we started with the KG703E, and it's already had the Part 95 type acceptance for GMRS. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't think that causes a problem well it's um how did you put it it was because the circuitry is the same everything nothing's changed except the power here i'll just i've got the comment in front of me edwin yes that fcc id is correct the hardware for this radio is the ocean kg 703e which was previously type accepted by ocean for part 95 When we started this, we had to select which base ocean radio we wanted to start from. The requirements were a single band model with a display, so we selected their KG703E. We chose this one because it's similar to the popular KGVD1P. I'm repeating myself here. Turns out the KG703E had already been part 95 type accepted. We worked with ocean to customize the radio's firmware and programming software, but the hardware is unchanged. Ocean said that since the hardware was unchanged, it wasn't necessary to recertify. This is consistent with what I've seen previously. As far as the wattage, we tested it to be right at 4 watts. Since the power can be adjusted without a hardware change, I suppose a new FCC ID wasn't necessary. That's what I said. That's what I said to, to Mr. Edwin. And I think you said it very well. Now you know I have a hard time reading. Some yeah, I, I, don't like, I don't like reading on the show here. I... I I feel like I'm going to stumble and it's not coming out right. Yeah. Well, so bottom line here is we have two new radios. This is the Ocean KG805 series 
professional GMRS version is uh, KG805G, that's the GMRS version, and the KG805M is the MERS version. And both regularly sell for $89.99, right? And uh, regular that, price is $89.99. Yeah. There's, there's also a basic version of each of these models oh, right. that's $69.99. Tell us about the basic version. The, well, the only difference between the regular and the basic version is that the basic version doesn't support changing the CTCSS and DCS codes directly from the menu. You have to use the programming cable and software that's right. optional to the be radios, able to do that. The radios come with um, the PL tones disabled, turned mm -hmm. off. So CSQ. Um, however, if you connect it to a PC with the programming software, you can activate privacy mm -hmm. or you can activate your CTCSS and DCS tones but um, not directly through the radio menu. So the, the basic version is good if you're a business and you're never going to change your frequencies once set, and, you know, uh, or if you always talk to the same group of people. But if you find yourself traveling a lot and needing to, to modify your radio on the fly, you probably need the standard version. So uh, other than that, um, anything else on the uh, new KG805 series radios? Oh, there's so much on these radios. But <laughs> we could I, talk about these all day. Right? I feel like we've gone on too long. Okay. And I notice Anthony's not going to press his interject button at nope. this point. Nope. We're going <laughs> to save Anthony's it. ready for lunch. We're going to save yeah. it. <laughs> all right. Well, we have a couple of uh, comments and questions. Oh, by the way, there's one other thing. Where's the interject button? Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> Rick's interjecting on his own show. Okay. We mentioned <laughs> – we mentioned – we mentioned the price, but if you're a listener of the two-way radio show, which if you're listening right now, you are, you can save an additional 5% on your order by entering the promo code SHOW at checkout. So you can get an extra 5% off that. I forgot all about that. That's amazing. See? I know, well, each of you guys beat me to it uh, before, so I, I want to make sure I got that in. <laughs> I'll so, feel like I always forget about the promo code. Yeah. So, uh, how do we know they're listening if they're not using the promo code? Use the promo code, so we know, so you're, listening. We know you're listening, and and you'll get that five percent off. It does cost us five percent, though. Yeah, it does. Five uh, <laughs> percent, but it's worth it just to know you're listening, that you're out there. Uh, Ooh, is this our last <laughs> show of the year? I'm, yeah, <laughs> need a beer. All right. Uh, well, we have yes. some. <laughs> all right. Well, we have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. And uh, the first one is from. Uh, uh, well, actually, the first one is a comment, and this is uh, regarding our previous episode. Uh, should you buy a used radio? And uh, this is from W5LZ. Uh, as has been said, a used anything is always a risk. If the savings are worth the risk to you, why not? Try it for buying it is always a good idea. So is knowing the seller. CYA, in other words. And that's from uh, W5LZ. So in other words, um, you know, yeah, buying a used anything is, is uh, always risky. 
pretty much what we were talked about on the show. Yeah, I think that uh, I'm in full agreement with that, as yeah. I said on the episode. Um, well, our next question here is from Jeff. Uh, he wants to know, has the Ocean KGUVN1 got its approval from the FCC for business band use, or is it still only to 450 megahertz on the UHF side? And that's from Jeff. It has not been approved for business use yet. Now, uh, when we first started carrying that radio, they said that they, they expect it to happen fairly quickly. And I think that's a great radio for ham. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really been designed with ham in mind, it has all the, the contacts mm-hmm. built right into it. They did a great job with it, but um, I really wish they would hurry up on the Part 90 business certification because um, I think that is holding some users back. Do they explain the lag time on that? Uh, they didn't explain the lag. They said they expect sometime in early 2020, hmm. uh, they expect it to be certified. But I, don't, I, I thought they it was going to happen six months ago. Yeah. Um, I know it can take a while for uh, for these radios to to make it through the type acceptance. Yeah, they, maybe they just need period, somebody, so. uh, you know, asking them about it like us. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it completely fell off my radar. And so, if if you don't hear from us on that, ask us again, and then we'll um, apply the pressure appropriately. All right. Well, that does it for all of our comments and questions this time. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com, which uh, we recently revamped and looks great. Um, you can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on Apple Podcasts, Blueberry, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio now, folks. You can, If you're a fan of iHeart, you can uh, catch it there. I know a lot of people are listening uh, on Spotify these days, so uh, we're there too. So uh, Wherever or, podcasts are sold. Or given away, as in our case. Uh, before we go... Uh, does anyone have any other final comment? No. Nope. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yep. And a happy new year. <laughs> All right. Well, are we taking a break this year? Will we? No. You know, we, no last couple no of years, we were we took January off. No, so we're not taking a break this year. We're not. No break. No, no. So we'll be back in January. We'll be back in January with more two way radio fun. Ho ho ho. Will or he doesn't like those breaks. He doesn't <laughs> like those those. Little breaks. In I the, like a break. I, I feel too. like the listeners need a break. I Let us too. know if you need a break. <laughs> Give us time to get our sound effects up. <laughs> need more than an interject button. Yeah, we need a soundboard. Yeah. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general, consumer, or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Don't forget it, folks. This is for you. This promo code is for you, our listener. And for us to know you're listening. That's right. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445. Or <laughs> We're paying we'll you to listen, <laughs> folks. We're paying you to listen. The show is free. You've got the code. You're getting paid in some way. 5% at a time. We'll get through this somehow. <laughs> and, and then we know you're listening. So we, we get paid too without money. 
Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're... Out. <laughs> Out. <laughs>